The following podcast has been brought to you by Boys and girls, children of all ages, Rambo Mini Show proudly brings to you it is I, one half of reigning tag team champions of the world, the Angel of Death 6XL. Joining me as always, OBI, the other half of the longest reigning Rambo Mania tag team champions of the world, TJ the Great. TJ the Great. And I am your <coughs> nine. Time Ramble Mania Heavyweight Champion Hazel the Eye Zombie. We, of course, are the Banter Club. We are here to discuss AEW Dynamite on the Hose Network. I've got hose. Of course, I didn't play yesterday because I was listening to Afrobeat. <laughs> yeah, that Afrobeat was rocking. Which means that's another day of the hoes not having instructions. But we will get to it. We will get to them. Before we do all that, <laughs> we got to discuss the week and the news in and out and about the world of pro wrestling. And there's a couple things, a couple things. Let's go over to Tony Khan's other wrestling company, Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah. Because Death Before Dishonor <laughs> is this weekend. And Tony Khan did a media call. Where he took questions about the show and other things going on. Um, some of the, the newsworthy bits out of it was that, uh, for one, the, the Briscoes are now under a long-term exclusive contract to Ring of Honor. So Wait. presumably that would mean, you know, like they were before, they're, they're back home. They're, they're Ring of Honor boys. They're going to be working exclusively there. And I guess with caveats, if so, they work with Tony, but be that as it may, the Briscoes are back in the fold permanently as they were before. Um, they're still, they're still working on getting a TV deal. Tony is still talking to, um, Discovery, Discovery Warner Bros. Um, he says he wants to get a deal done, but he wants to make sure that the distribution deal is right for everybody involved. Since Bleacher Report is carrying, uh, the pay per view on Saturday. That's that's a good indicator toward what he what he wants to do in terms of getting Ring of Honor involved within that TV market. Um, said there are still more matches to come, and you know once Ring of Honor gets on TV, and then you know from the show and beyond, he's open to doing bigger venues for for pay per views and big TV tapings. Whenever, of course, this is all dependent on when he gets that TV done and. When he's able to, you know, get things going again for Ring of Honor as a live touring product. Says the live gate for the show is doing well. Could end up as the best Ring of Honor gate of all time. Which is actually fairly impressive considering they've run they've run some decent buildings in their time. So let's talk about Kenny by God Omega. And and it, it, indeed a few AEW potential returns. That may be in the works. Two in particular that have been missed in recent times. One is Kenny Omega, who, according to Dave Meltzer and Fightful, it looks like All Out may be the date 
that the best bout machine is back in the ring. That's that looks like that's what they're targeting for him. Uh, Fightful said that they were looking at trying to do um, Bucks and Kenny six man tag on that show. So interesting to see what that could potentially be, especially because from what it looks like is going on between BTE and the show and everything. It looks like we're working on a big elite reunion story. So it'll be interesting to see how that ends up by the time All Out comes around. CM Punk, <laughs> the world champion of AEW. Yay! Yeah, yeah, it seems Yay. like he is also aiming at All Out as his potential return date. And of course, if he were to make that, it would most likely be in the unification title match against one John Moxley, who is the current interim AEW world champion. So if we have those two big returns for AEW All Out, it's going to be looking like a gigantic pay-per-view yet again and yet again. Fucking Chicago's going to get it. And, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, two big potential returns on the docket for, for the All Elite folks. And now, real quick, let's talk about the Double Double E. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I got some news, I got some news on, on that shit. Well, I, I also have some impact news. But let's hear your news first. Uh, this this is just about the ESPYS. <laughs> the the, oh. the best WWE moment has been decided. You and stole the my winner. <laughs> yes, this was my <laughs> WWE news. Uh, the winner for best WWE moment at the ESPYS is Cody Rhodes in his return at WrestleMania. In my soul, yes. something, something. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. All that good stuff. Uh. So yeah, he he showed he showed up at the show. Uh, he took the award, and and you know, was he in a sling? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> he might have been, but I don't know. I didn't watch it. Uh, bigger, bigger, and the bigger, only thing bigger, I've bigger, seen bigger, from bigger, the bigger. SPs is fucking Steph Curry talking shit to Grant Williams, which uh, I don't know spicy, why. Spicy. They they be they be just trying to do shit at the SPs. SPs are weird, but. You know, big, big sports award show, big moment for, for Mr. Cody Rhodes. Um, shout out to him and shout out to, you know, once again, his WWE return seems to be going very well. He's getting, he's getting all the roses, all the flowers, all the accolades that one wants and one would need to be a top guy there. So good for him. Every time you say accolade, I think about fucking Miro. Yeah. And he's got a new <laughs> yeah. figure coming out pretty soon also. San Diego Comic-Con released a couple of new figures out for WWE. <coughs> and one of them is Cody Rhodes. You know, yeah, they, they have, it's, it's basically, you know, like the Ultimate Series, the one where it's like way more expensive than the video game that you buy on your Xbox or PlayStation. And I'm like, holy shit. So what comes with the Cody, there's two different Cody heads. Uh, I believe it has the Codelander cape, the Homelander shit. He has yes. the weight belt with nightmare on it, and it just it just looks so dope. Like I, I would have to get that and then get the AW figure and put them in comparison and see which one is better. That if that had to be the fucking case, but you know it's 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 good for for uh, for Cody to uh, receive this SP. You know, for having a huge moment in WWE, basically the the big return at Mania, and again we we wish Cody a speedy recovery and number thirty Royal Rumble. You're gonna win. 
Then now let's talk about the ratings for night two, week two of Fighter Fest AEW Dynamite. Night two! It's down. <laughs> 910,000 viewers. Uh, about that, down about 3%. Um, and a 3 2 in the 18 to 49 key demographic, which is for the fifth week in a row, first on cable, number one. So. Yep. These numbers keep going down, but the rankings don't change. So, you know, that that typically means, you know, cable is going down. And once again, it's like it feels like a broken record at this point. But it's what we say every week. There are other things taking people's attention away from just staying in front of the TV uh, as yep. the summer weeks go along. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's going to be other shit going on. All right. Well, look, I, I, one more thing before we get to the dynamite. The Good Brothers... Probably um, as of, um, the last couple minutes, minutes their contracts have been expired. Uh, probably have been expired. It says here from PBW Insider has released a new report regarding the Good Brothers and their contracts with Impact Wrestling. The current tag team champions will officially be free agents starting tomorrow, as of tonight's Impact Wrestling taping in mm. Louisville. Being their last contractual appearance, Fightful had previously revealed that they may have some additional work dates for Impact throughout the summer, uh, something that the Insider also confirmed. The Good Brothers are expected to work, you know, New Japan, and will only work additional Impact dates if it doesn't conflict with their New Japan commitments. However, if it is noted that since they'll be free agents, they can sign with any company when, if and when the deal is made. And mind you, these guys are still the... Impact World Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it sucks that like uh, that they're, that they're not going to be resigned because holy shit, they, they they had a really good run on Impact, and I felt like they could have kept it going a bit more by having Bullet Club grow stronger on Impact Wrestling since. Not a lot of guys watch New Japan, or not a lot of people want to stay up at 3 o'clock in the morning at Eastern Standard Time to actually watch a New Japan show just for Bullet Club. That's what you got Impact for. That's what you had All Elite Wrestling for, for that time being. Mm-hmm. I hope that these motherfuckers don't have the Devil Eggs theme song in fucking New Japan. Nah, they don't use that over there. No, they don't. They either come, uh, I think they come out to Carl Anderson's old theme or the Bullet Club mm-hmm. theme. Yeah, they, that's an good because song. for fuck's sake, man, I would hate to watch this show. If they leave Impact, and Devil so Dance is gone. Hype. Well, I, I would mean, be so hyped listening to to FTR's like fire ass theme music, and then well, they they, devil they, they may be leaving Impact, but the door is still open for them. Like I said, like they said, they they have the opportunity to call them up and work additional dates if needed. If yeah, needed, that's what depending I was say. on their new Japan um, schedule as well. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, I think, and I could be wrong, but I, I, I get the vibe that this is them basically just, we're going to make our own schedule now. A lot of guys do that nowadays in wrestling where it's just like, all right, I, I ain't really trying to be under contract with the one particular company right now. I can, I can do all my own business ventures. Like they got talking shop and all the other shit they do. And you, you do that and you do all your business ventures and then you take your dates as you want to take them and you sort of get to make your own money and work your own schedule and do it how you want to do it. A lot of a lot more wrestlers are getting into that type of thing nowadays. And I can see the Good Brothers going in that kind of direction. Yeah. 
Loy, 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 loy. It's more time. It's time for the dynamite, <laughs> actually. Let's do this. Oh. <laughs> ah. What? 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 <laughs> what, sir? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I'm ready, what? son. What? <laughs> I said, uh, our, uh, you, I used to hate when Hunter used to do this shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bastard. Hey, Austin, what are you doing? Let me get my spot back. This is mine. <laughs> I said, uh, our, uh, you, uh, ready. I am ready. I am ready uh, to take back my NXT. Uh. <laughs> I wish. That's not happening, pal. <laughs> I fucking wish. <laughs> I just need the to make it to 14. Uh. <laughs> then, for the thousands in attendance, when Hazel's ears, thousands. And the millions <laughs> watching at home. <laughs> That's you. And for all the little stingers out there. What? Oh, the little stingers. <laughs> yeah, I got, a, I got a sting sticker on my phone. <laughs> Ooh, let's get ready to banter. AEW Dynamite Fighter Fest Week 2. From Atlanta, Georgia. The A. They in the A. Yes, sir. Peace um, up. A-Town down. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I, I, this was one of those weeks where you real, I realized, oh, yeah, usually when they were in Atlanta, Cody did something crazy, but Cody don't work here no more. <laughs> he jumped off the top of the cage. And did jumped off the song. cage. You went through the fucking flaming table with Andrade. Brandy had that look like, Jesus. That Cody was so a wild fun. boy, man. I, I I miss him sometimes, man. I really do. <laughs> you miss Codelander? Hey, yeah, I miss Codelander and this crazy bullshit, man. <laughs> and I ain't watching that shit. Oh, <laughs> not even there back. anyway. He's hurt. <laughs> Bailey might be coming back, so yeah, you might be watching. Oh, that's again. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, we might have to see what's going on there. But um, we open this up <laughs> with some some real time beef. It is Darby Allen versus Brody King. Fucking Brody King hits the ring. Darby Allen comes down. He rushes this man off rip and almost instantly he, pays for it. Brody King him, bro. grabs him like, fuck you thought was going on out here. And, yeah. and throws this man. <laughs> oh, my God. Brody brutalized this 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 young man. Um, we come out of the uh, picture in picture. Darby's trying to crawl away. He's got his belt in his hand. And then he, he, he's outside of the ring. He wraps up Brody King's ankles, pulls him outside and takes control. Finally, that's, that's legal because he yep. usually does that in regular matches or I feel like it should be a DQ, but it never is. <laughs> but regardless, oh, <laughs> uh, back in the ring, he splashes him in the corner, but Brody catches him, places him up top. Then in the tree of woe gives him these mean chops. Yo, why the tree uh, of he goes woe sounds mad sad? It's a tree of woe. It is. It is. It's a sad situation. It's nasty work. I've been running through the six with my wolves. <laughs> you know how that should go. Yeah, you know how that should go. We're in a tree of woe. Yes, sir. But yes, 
Uh, he goes for a senton, this Brody King, but Darby dodges, hits the code red for a near fall. And then he immediately changed into the stunt rider stretch. I haven't seen that in a minute. Well, um, that's the gimmick where they pull your arms back, right? Didn't we see, uh, <laughs> was it Thunder Rosa? Or, it, was, it wasn't a women's match. It was Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb did it. There Serena you go. Because I was yeah. like, somebody just did that recently. Yeah. And I remember. What, yes, yes. You're correct. So yeah, who, who does Serena Deeb do it to? Was it Anna J? Anna right? J. Yeah, Anna J. Maybe that's why <laughs> it happened, happened tonight. We'll yeah. talk about that later. Okay. Um, but yeah, Darby locks in the rear naked choke, but Brody drives him into the corner. Head first, it looked nasty. They go up top. Darby goes for the stun dog over the apron, but Brody catches him and chokes him the fuck out. New Jesus. style, just like he did Jesus. in the Royal <laughs> Rampage. And then he's like, count his ass out. And the ref counts. Darby gets back in at nine. So then Brody just is like, okay, die then. He lifts <laughs> him up and murders him with a gonzo bomb. My God! Jesus Christ. For the one, two, and three. <laughs> Jesus he, Christ. Jesus Christ. Didn't he do it twice to him? <laughs> he only did it once. He, <laughs> he was... He was just pissed, bro. He did. It that was shit. one of those, it was literally mm-hmm. one of those Gonzo bombs where it's like, yo, you really don't want to give up, motherfucker. Well, guess what? I'm gonna break your neck. Bro. Yes, it was a fuck you he, die Gonzo bomb. He he did that shit because he lost to Mox last week, so he was like, yeah, you I'm fucking ma- what? <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> he was he was like, if, remember that Boondocks episode where Riley throws a chair in the middle of the crowd? They stop and they're like. I'm mad! And they just start fucking brawling. <laughs> yeah. That's Brody yeah. King right there when he does the gonzo bomb to fucking Darby. Yeah. I'm mad! Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, two weeks ago, this man lost to Moxley and took it person. It's like, fuck <laughs> you, Zangief. He's been fucked up. He's been, he's been fucked up ever since, bro. It's like... Well, uh, one thing I... It's like, fuck you, Zangief, with your final atomic busters and shit. That's exactly what that was. <laughs> that move, that move can kill you. That and the fucking vertebraker. True, true. Uh, something that I noticed in the graphics in the beginning, when they were showing a, a clip of Dark Elevation, they had both the the logos and 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 basically the all the different types of logos that they use usually are like preset with one in one corner, one in the other corner, right? So they had the AEW wrestling logo over the AEW Dynamite logo, and they had the um, um, AEW Dark Elevation logo above the Fighter Fest uh, logo, and I found that hilarious. Like, how did you fuck that up so bad? This is Dark Elevation Fighter Fest. Don't you understand? <laughs> I'm like, the fuck is this? <laughs> like, they literally, like, I don't mean over as in like this. I mean over as in literally on top of the other graphic. Super so it looks it looked dumb as fuck. <laughs> you, you know what made this whole event, the whole entire show look dumb throughout the whole show? Because I know we're gonna get to the main event, but I want to talk about this now. Mm-hmm. Not the whole fucking show. There's a fucking shark cage hanging yes. above the people. I'm like it's Shark Week. <laughs> yes. Next week, uh, well, Sunday starts Shark Week, I believe. Well, I know that, yeah, but it's just like my man's. You, it's literally, it's literally like right there where the people are, and like one, one, one little fuck up, that shit could just splat. I I was just so worried because I'm like, 
all right, are they going to move that shit? Like, I, I don't see that as a comfortable spot for them to put that there. Like, you're going to have I to evacuate. I think they tested it. Yeah, I know they did. I think they tested it well enough. But also, I think like, they probably tested you're going to have to evacuate it. some people if that's the fucking case. Like, yeah, you know, they, I, I doubt it. It was quality tested, and, and yeah. it, it had to be where it was for a reason, so. Yeah, I would have preferred yeah, it to be, like, if you on see top of the later. ring. No, I know what happens no, later. No. Yeah, like, that's why I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah, normally you would put it above the ring, but considering how the match went, it had to be where it was. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. Because, especially with all the shit going on, it was, yeah. it was ridiculous. And then what, what you see, like, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, this, this shit ruled. Uh, Brody King killed Darby Allen. It was great. Uh, then post match, he's going to continue the attack, but now it's Sting. Sting comes down for the save. He grabs Brody King, sets him up for the Scorpion Death Drop, but the lights go out. And when they come on, Malachi Black has arrived. And then mm-hmm. Brody King just gets up and yokes Sting up. And Malachi misses this man. He hits them with the mist. But mm-hmm. then, as, as Sting goes down, we hear the horns. And out da! comes da, da, da. Miro, <laughs> the God Slayer yeah. himself. No, not Scott Steiner. Not Scott Steiner. <laughs> yeah, not Miro. Scott. <laughs> Holler! If you hear me! So Miro comes down and then just decides it's time for a cutscene. And he stares yes. at the ring. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is crazy. Fly ass shades, too. Just <laughs> different, different color lenses. I'm like, what? Yep. And my, one whole, black, one brown. And my whole question was, why are you out here? <laughs> like well, he why? said he was coming for the House of Black. He's born in the mix. <laughs> but I feel like he should—he he he should be like. I mean, he's the redeemer. I don't feel like he should be teaming with with anyone. I feel like he should be going after the House of Black just dolo. Well, he's but, not teaming with anybody. He didn't come out yeah, to help them. They was already dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he came out to let them know, like, "Yo, I'm watching." Now we got Tony with Cole <laughs> Carter, who. This was this was all two dimes on NXT. Which yo, the, I didn't know who the fuck this. I didn't was. know either, but the internet was like, "Yo, that was Tony D'Angelo's guy. He was sleeping with the fishes." So and I'm I was all, like, "Oh, I'm okay. on yep. Kenny's yep. show. I, like, I'm all, I'm I'm all, I'm usually gonna be on Kenny's shows on Wednesday. Oh, uh, doing live reactions for Dynamite. <clears throat> I'm watching this shit. I'm high as fuck off of this bud that I'm smoking right now, and I'm looking at this motherfucker like." Don't I know you from somewhere? Like, wasn't you like, like I'm trying to put my finger like, and I'm like, oh, you're yo, you're you're fucking, you're two dimes. You're the one that Tony D murdered off screen and got thrown in the fucking river and shit. I'm like with the fish, yo. And I'm thinking, you know what he is, yo. You know what he is, yo. He's a Vince McMahon plant. Be careful. For everything, if you were still didn't know, fucking Ricky Starks even says, yeah, last time we saw you, you were sleeping with the fishes. Now you swimming with sharks. <laughs> Which I like that line. Hell yeah. Um, and, and it happens to be, yo, everything was shark themed, bro. Yeah, shark week. <laughs> this guy has such a 90s name. Look, Carter with a K. <laughs> Cole like, Carter. And then he says, Cole is like, hey, Ricky, your future is going to look real similar to your past when I beat you tonight. And Ricky's like, yeah, fuck out of here. And he walks away. <laughs> I love Ricky's, you know, charisma. And in, in this this whole interview with Ricky, it was just like, 
You can't even fucking you you you're not even on this man's level when it comes to the mic skills. You're getting there, but you're nowhere near there yet. Yeah, no, Ricky Rick, live above the clouds. Ricky just yeah. knows how to how to deliver those those swift lines, whether if it is to the wrestlers or sometimes to the crowd. Because yeah, this man, mm-hmm. yo, he'll be pulling some shit where it's just like. Did you really need to say that to a fucking fan? I understand that it's pay per view, <laughs> but did that really need to be said? We got the best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent friends versus John Moxley and Wheeler Utah of the Blackpool Combat Club. They're best friends fighting their bo- their former best friend. Yes, they're their yeah. former men- mentee, Wheeler Utah. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he was Chuck and Oranges. Mentee and fucking Trent hated him. He so, was basically their yeah. best friend's f- fucking young boy. That's why he yeah. always got choked out by Chris Statland on the BTE vlogs. Yeah. <laughs> and then then you said no more. <laughs> you just said no more of that. I, I've evolved <laughs> now. Yeah, I'm a bleed, um, and I'm gonna be the pure champion. <laughs> and then the story. Guys, meanwhile, you guys are gonna be hugging each other. The story of the breakup all bears out in this match. Uh, William Regal's on commentary. Orange Cassidy's on commentary, which, of course, we only know because Taz literally says, hey, Orange Cassidy's here on commentary, bro. Uh, but then, yes, uh, eventually we're going to hear from Orange as, as Regal keeps talking to him and shit. Uh, but uh, Mox and Trent start out. Then Yuta comes in and Chuck, the mentor he liked, comes in. So Regal, mm-hmm. he, he asked Taz, you know, if you were a young wrestler, Taz, would you want to be around great wrestlers to, to learn and expand your craft? Or would you want to continue to hang out with no disrespect intended, but the best friends? And when he says no disrespect intended, Orange goes, allegedly. Allegedly. Over and over again, too. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> allegedly. So he was quiet the entire time and then just allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> it's like he was think, he me- it's like he was on the stand and William yep. Regal is like the fucking uh defense attorney. <laughs> and he's nah, this go this gonna sound fucked up. This is gonna sound fucked up. But it reminded me of R. Kelly. <laughs> Man when, when you, they were when, when they were my shit was extreme? Come on, bro. What the fuck? Bruh, do what you remember fuck? when when they were like uh, accusing him? He was like, no, no, that's allegedly. No, no, alleged. alleged. <laughs> he, was, he was so butthurt, bro. Man, like, even if he, if he said shit, the word alleged, it, yeah. it just implicated, my man, you still did it. If you keep saying the word allegedly. Yeah, you did yeah, that here, shit. Because last time I checked, you're not supposed to be the one to say the word allegedly because it just makes you more fucking sus. Yes. With Orange, <laughs> it, it's a matter of. You know, Orange will take a lot, but he will not tolerate his boys being disrespected. That's that's yeah, what's yeah. being made clear in this match. Uh, Excalibur starts talking about all the <laughs> techniques that Chuck and Orange have, have taught to Wheeler Yuta and passed on to him. And he's like, Orange, correct me if I'm wrong that you taught you guys have taught him all this. And Orange just goes, uh, okay. <laughs> we go to break. Uh, fucking the camera is on orange when Trent slaps the shit out of Wheeler Yuta and the camera ended up missing it. We missed it. So they had to go back yeah. and show it on the replay. So then Trent comes in, he and Yuta start fucking brawling. Uh, Trent is, is stomping him out in the center of the ring and Chuck comes in to break it up. But then Yuta cracks Chuck with a right hand. And now Chuck is like, all right, that's fucking enough out of you. And he, he starts to beat the shit out of you. He throws him outside into the barricades. And then Mox is like, 
hey. And he starts to chase him around and he throws a chair at him. <laughs> you leave, you leave my new son alone. He's my son now. Um, <laughs> we come back from commercial. Judas making a comeback on Chuck and, and Daniel Garcia is in the back watching at an unnatural angle. Um, as, as you would. <laughs> as you do, I guess. Then Mox comes in, disposes of Chuck. Uh, then Trent counters, springs out of the corner, but Mox hits a cutter for a near fall. And then Mox, shout out to Brian Danielson, hits some Danielson stomps. Uh, and then they set up Trent, but Chuck cuts him off, hits the awful waffle on Mox. And then <laughs> Yuta eats a pile driver awful for the one, waffle, two. He awful, got him. No. Waffle. Best friends go for strong zero, but Yuta fights it off, hits Trent with a German suplex. And Trent fires back, hits Yuta with the crunchy boy for the one, two. He got him. No. Mox breaks it up with the regal knee. Then Yuta gets the choke. Mox gets the figure four on Trent outside. Chuck breaks it off with a capture suplex in the corner. Chuck goes for another awful waffle, but Yuta reverses into the seatbelt pin for the one, two, and three. And as Orange Cassidy says on commentary, Chuck taught him that move. Yep. And he and throws he down the, the headset. Yeah, he was yep. pissed off. That's the most pissed <laughs> off I've ever heard Orange Cassidy. Chuck yep. taught him that move. Chuck <laughs> taught him that move. Slaps the fucking headphones down, a.k.a. drops the mic and walks off. That shit was gangster. Chuck Something Taylor that I, must be a fan I, of Salute Your Shorts. All these fucking moves and that awful waffle shit. My God. <laughs> yes. Nah, I liked all this shit. Uh, I liked all the storytelling within this match of the best friends. I like how it gave credence to the best friend side of the story with Yuta. Because uh, their whole point is, I get that you wanted to be a better wrestler, but man, it's not like we was we was just bullshitting with you. We taught you how to wrestle. And Yuta winning the match with a move that Chuck taught him and not a move that Mox or Danielson or Regal taught him, mm-hmm. it, it, it goes to that point. Man, we, we was teaching you just fine, man. You switched up on us. So it, I like, I like the storytelling element of that. I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, yeah, I, I've really been enjoying Wheeler Yuta's run in, uh, Blackpool Combat, him being the pure champion. I can't wait to see him and Daniel Garcia duke it out for that pure championship. That's just going to be a show stealer. But I really enjoyed what they told here. You know, two best friends, you know, are about to fight their their former best friend. Meanwhile, their former best friend just beat them in a fucking match in a move that they taught him how to do. So it was like... Here's a taste of your own medicine. You taught me this move. Guess what? I'm finally going to utilize it and beat you with it. And I was actually impressed. I was like, I, I knew that Wheeler Yuta was going to get the win, but it was just also like, how was he going to get this win? And I'm happy that, they, you know, I'm happy that Excalibur was there because, yeah, he knows the history with the best friends and you know, Wheeler and all that other stuff. That's why he brought up all that shit. And I was like, okay, so now I'm fully knowledged with everything that I need to know about what's going to happen here. Taz and Excalibur do a fucking Shark Week plug with Chompy the Shark. <laughs> Taz is like, yo, bro, I'm scared of this guy, man. He's a shark. <laughs> Where the hell is Shark Boy? I think it's Shark Boy in here for a fucking <laughs> shark gimmick. You know you know who was in the shark costume? Who? Nyla Rose. For real? Yes, I have pictures that a pers- a personal friend of mine, 
who uh, works I was for the company. Say Adam Cole. Who works for the company? Oh my God. And and oh. she she was in it. And then also on her Instagram, uh, she posted a video of her fucking I think choking out. I think so either Serpentico or one it of It was guys. definitely Serpentico. <laughs> She's <laughs> always fucking with him. But now we got Tony with the new AEW Tag Team Champions, Swerve Strickland <laughs> and Keith Lee. Yes, I swerve when I drive. I do not swerve um, when I drive. My name is not Jeff Hart. Wait, let me stop. <laughs> Damn, man. Um, I was on call for it. Um, I know that was yeah. your gimmick. Kevin, Kevin Gates is in the front row. Yeah, they Kevin Swerve Gates. shouts him out. That dude has two phones. Um, yeah, he does. Keith Lee, he says, you know. I want to thank not just Swerve and, and, you know, the opportunity that we had to get these titles, but I want to thank you, the people. And, you know, they, they give a you deserve it Ooh. chant and all, all the good stuff. Yep. Uh, he says, as champions, we do not look down. So you best dig down and reach if you want to come and take these titles from us. They toast to the rain. And Keith Lee says, may it be limitless. But smart Mark Sterling and Tony Nese are not having it. So uh, Smart Mark comes out. He's waving around the anti-Swerve petition. He says, it's almost complete. We just need a couple more signatures to get you out of here, Swerve. So now I'm going to get big, big celebrity music star Kevin Gates to sign this <laughs> petition. Boom. You know, Boom. Kevin, I saw you wait, in wait. the back, and I thought it was Young M.A. for a second, which I'll oh. pop for that. <laughs> I'll pop for that. Uh, me too, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, isn't Kevin Gates also the rapper who's uh, notorious for having had done something with his cousin? Yeah, I, that's what I remember. He said some weird shit about his cousin. I don't know. So, yeah, he's, he's notorious for other shit, too. He's done some jail yeah. time for, for some shit. He's yeah. he's weird, man. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these rappers are weird. So I don't know. It's a hell with woman beaters. Okay, that's all yeah. I have to say. He's a disgrace, an absolute disgrace. Yeah. I heard yeah, some shit. I you don't know West too much, but I heard some fucking shit. Front, and you do nothing with him, my hey, man. Hey, just hey, just hey. for fucking fly guy. Swerve loves us. Just swerve. Swerve did it for us. Justice swerve. for fucking fly yeah. guy, my nigga. He nah, should have nah, been but, the one Tony Nese. First of all, nobody should have been decking Tony Nese. Smart Mark no, Sterling no. is right there. <laughs> yeah. That's who should have taken the hit. I don't mind doing shit with celebrities and, you know, having fun with it or whatever. But, I mean, if you're going to do that, Smart Mark can take that. You don't do that to Tony Nese. So, yeah. yeah. I, I I didn't much care for Kevin Gates punching Tony I, Neeson. I feel like Smart Mark worked Tony Neeson into a shoot because this man literally clocked him. Just clocked the shit out of him, bro. Yeah, like, yeah it, it, it was good. You could literally see a clean shot, like literally a clean yeah. shot right to this man's jaw. I'm like, yeah. I, uh, for, for I what it was, he was supposed I'm going to say that. Kevin Gates did Nah, he was supposed to, and I think he did it pretty well. It was a yeah, good work that punch. Was good. Yeah, it was a good work punch. Tony Nese sold it good. Like, for what it was supposed to achieve, whatever it was supposed to achieve, it did fine. I just, for me, it's like, man, T- Tony Nese is a guy that you could have put on credible matches and shit like that. You ain't got to do that to him. You can do that to somebody yeah, else. But to Smart Mark would have been better, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. Yep. Uh, they, they did a whole gimmick, mm-hmm. Smart Mark. They 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 put the cake in Smart Mark's face, which that's mm-hmm. why the cake was out there. Um, yep. You know, basic little 
wacky celebration segment for for keeping me in celebrity shout out. We got Tony with Silver and Reynolds and Butcher and Blade. Mm-hmm. And and Butcher and Blade is like, what the hell? Why did you bring us here? And and Silver is like, listen, you know I'm the meat man. And since I'm the meat man, <laughs> hey, yo. you're my favorite wrestler, Butcher. So he, he he's like, I got Makes a sense. shirt for you, in fact, to, to prove that you're my favorite wrestler. And he has a shirt that says, Butch. Pete Dunne? <laughs> and Blade is like, what the hell is this? And then Reynolds is like, hey, don't worry about it. We got, we one, got for one for you, free. too. And then he I'm pulls out a shirt that... Yeah, he's going to say Blade. It also says Butch. Butch. <laughs> he's like, oh, that says Butch, too. Well, you got to have it, though. <laughs> and then Blade is like, man, fuck this. And they whoop their asses. <laughs> so they, they throw them into the wall and then the door and shit. And then Hangman runs in with a chair and saves them. And this was bad, random, and hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I have how, no idea why. how was Hangman just standing there for waiting on his fucking cue? Why did fucking Silver and Reynolds <laughs> get Butcher and Blade for an interview to be like, hey, you're my favorite wrestler. Here's a shirt. <laughs> Why do they do that in AEW? Like, have the faces and the heels, like, across from each other. Like, do you not think that that's going to turn out to be a good situation? Like, oh, they're going to talk and then that's it. No, they're going to fucking be Well, ass. usually when they do that, it's like, ah, oh, well, they well, agreed the to point. no contact, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But this yeah, time, this- it was just a random segment, so. It made sense for what it was. It was kind of funny. It was, it was funny, but then when Hangman showed up, I'm just like, ah, damn, man. So, uh, yeah, it's setting up something for the future, most likely. So they're just setting up. They're just setting up. I'm hoping that this is this is setting up to be something good in the future because from what it's looking, it's like, holy shit! I don't want to see this man go go back on his downward spiral again. Like I don't want to see alcohol, alcohol hangman anymore. No, no, he's in the nah, midst nah. of of rehabilitating some old friendships. You you watch BT here, so you know what's going on. It's gonna it's just gonna take a while. Yeah, but you know it's coming. You 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 see you see it happening. You see it happening mm-hmm. bit by bit, piece. How by many piece. episodes are we in right now with fucking BT? Like three hundred something. Yeah, we're three hundred something. Watch watch us hit the four hundredth episode for us to finally. Get the story to end between the Bucks and Hangman. Shit, that might be with the the official reunion. That'd be crazy though. They wait that long. I mean, look at all the other shit they waited for a long time to do. So that'd be two years from now. Yeah. Like they would fucking do that. They got patience. We know that. Mm-hmm. Which is good. We need we need people who write stories that have patience. Mm-hmm. Let the story unfold. Speaking of letting the story unfold. Hmm. We got Christian Cage and Luchasaurus versus the Varsity Blondes. Jesus. Jesus is like, my my child, he's not going to talk this week. He's actually going to wrestle. No, 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 no. You still got to get him. You still got to get him. You got to get him for all the shit he was talking before. Yeah, dead people, man. You can't let him. He's been talking about everybody dead daddy. Yeah, like what the fuck? You can't, you can't. You got to handle that. He's out here turning into big boss man and shit. You gotta handle that. <laughs> Fucking shit. My daddy, my daddy, where? My daddy. So stupid dead daddy. Damn, that was fucked up, bro. I swear to God, bro. That's fucked up. To everyone whose father has passed, please tell Jesus so that he can whoop this man's ass because he, you can't be saying all that shit. 
Christian Cage out here right. wilding. That ain't right. I love I love how he worked his fucking slogan. You know how it was outwork everyone. Now it's just worked everyone. <laughs> you all <Amazing>. got fucking <laughs> worked. <laughs> Amazing. You stupid I want that shirt. <laughs> people fell for it. And I was just like, you motherfucker. You you reel this in. You reel this in on a moment. And we bit the fucking hook. And we locked onto it. And we never let go. Until Jungle Boy kicks your ass. And of course this match. uh, He makes Pillman think he wants to smoke this Christian. But but then Mm -hmm. Luchasaurus quickly comes in to kill. Uh, Griff comes in. They try a quick double team. But Luchasaurus cuts him off. He kills the blondes. Hits the double choke slam. And then Christian tags in and picks up the pin. Haven't done no work because again, worked everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're celebrating. Christian's in the corner. He's like, "Hey, do the thing." And then Luchasaurus puts Christian on his shoulders like the he's disrespect. Jungle Boy. The disrespect, which was and disrespectful, man. Fucking music plays, right? The Jungle Boy could take no more disrespect. He was like, "All right, that that's it." That's it. No more. It's like JR. Enough is enough. And then this man's music would just play. And everyone just goes fucking ecstatic. He comes down the fucking tunnel very slowly. He has a Mm -hmm. fucking chair in his hand. He walks down the goddamn aisle. And right in his fucking path is goddamn Luchasaurus. And it's at that moment where you start telling yourselves, oh shit, is this going to be the journey for Jungle Boy? Is he gonna fight the fucking dinosaur? And, go, and and in order for him to get to Christian, he has to fight him? Nope. He's just said, hey, I'm by your side now. Because remember, Jurassic Express for life. <laughs> oh, you back? I know you was coming yeah. back. We cool. We cool. <laughs> yo, there was a thing too that Taz was like, yo, he has that look in his eyes. And I was like, he definitely looks like he's gonna murder a motherfucker right now. Yeah, yeah. And the funny part is he's pissed as hell. And he looked like he about a murderer, man. But in the background, all you hear is, oh. <laughs> I was waiting Matt for Jerry and Matt Happy. I was dead ass waiting for Jungle, uh, like, uh, fucking Luchasaurus to do some Dino Crisis shit on Jungle Boy at this moment. I'm like, oh, here it is. This is how we're going to build up Luchasaurus. We're going to build him up into this mean, disgusting, vile monster that Christian Cage is controlling right now. And Christian Cage is just going to watch. And with a big old grin on his face, no, it's we're gonna we're gonna have Jurassic Express back together because yeah, like if you would have told me this is gonna turn out with Luchasaurus going back to Jungle Boy's side, I'd have been like, okay, that makes sense. But I didn't think they would do it immediately. That, that was the thing. <laughs> like, back. You, you do that shit like I would have expected like if it was a pay per view. If it was a okay. pay per view, yes, the story the story would have had the perfect ending. It's like you gave us the ending right there in a, in a, in a very bad position. And I'm like not saying that it, this was, this was booked badly. It was just booked poorly. Yeah. Like we got to see what happens next. I just think they jumped the gun yeah. on a major part of the story is what I think. And it's like, it, it intrigues me on what the hell Christian even told Luchasaurus to make him get on his side like that to begin with. To, to you know crazy? have him switch up so quick when Jungle Boy comes back. Like, I, I don't know. It was, it was kind you of You know confusing. what's crazy? I, that, y- y'all seeing it this way, but that's not the way I saw it. Okay. You want to know how I saw it? How? It was 
always and 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 originally and the Luchasaurus never turned. He literally just did this to get Christian in a vulnerable position and be able to. I feel like it was a swerve, swerve from the beginning. You think that Jurassic Express Express planned this out? Yes. Beforehand. Yes. Yes. yes that's what it felt like. The Maybe. way that they portrayed it, that's the way I saw it. That's the reason why when y'all were like, all like, man, this shit don't make, I'm over here you like, know, you well, know what, Six, you do have a point because, you yeah. may have a point, Six, because how many times have we watched AEW and when we see the Jurassic Express cut a promo or Christian Cage cut a promo for mm-hmm. them, he's always throwing them in these, you know, unfair scenarios where it's like they could just lose their fucking tag belts immediately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the latter, bro, the latter match. You saw Jungle Boy's expression like, all right, this is the last straw, bro. Like, who the fuck yep. are you to be putting yep. us in these type of scenarios? Like, we're the tag team champs. Last time I checked, we had another fucking guy with us, and you just took his fucking place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, Christian did that whole thing. Hey, remember what happened to Marco? He, he, he whispered that thing in his ear. Mm-hmm. What was all that? Like... I don't know, man. To to say it was is, all just a plot worse. to fucking like get him back is like story. I feel yeah, like there's more story. Because if it just ends with ah, we tricked you, Christian. I think that's kind of whack. But if there's no, more to the story, right. but I feel yeah. like there's more fucking, to the story. Yeah, that's why there's got to be more I, to the story. I saw it as they must have known something and did the double swerve because they they felt something coming. And that's what I feel like there's more to the story. And knowing AEW's track record, seeing what AEW has done in the past, I feel like that's exactly what's going to end up happening. We're going to find out, hopefully, in, in, in the following weeks. So I'm not even... With that one, I'm just like, all right, cool. No, there's yeah, something I'm not else like- that, got, that, that I was like... I this was kind of dumb, but let's see where this. Goes. I'm not I'm not mad at it or nothing. I'm just like, huh, I wouldn't have did it like that. That's kind of yeah, weird, but like, it's it's fine. You know, we can still see what happens. I I, I just dragged out the Jungle Boy Luchasaurus mm-hmm. conflict for a little while longer, just because I felt like that that was something you could you could run with for a, for a hot second before you go right into Jungle Boy going after Christian. But you know, they're doing what they're doing. Now we got Lexi with the Gun Club. Mm-hmm. Who, Hell yeah. The acclaim they they want to wrestle them in a match, but they're like, no, we we don't we're not gonna wrestle you because because we we carried you for months. We're tired of hearing you fucking talk about us in your raps. So you know what? We're not gonna take you on in a wrestling match, but Max Caster, I'll take you on one on one in a rap battle. So on Rampage, it's gonna be fucking Austin Gunn versus Max Caster in a rap battle. Ew. Yo, listen, JR's going to be there because he does Rampage now. Yes, I know, <laughs> but ew. Listen. <laughs> listen. This is going to be bad. This is going to be very bad. <laughs> it's either going to be bad or very, very funny. <laughs> uh, when he started like saying, I'm, all, I'm rapping already. I'm like, oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, no. This is going to yeah. be a no. They should have done Keith Lee versus fucking at this point with the acclaim. Like, cause it's like, bro, this man is not a rapper, bro. No. Fuck that. Just give us Swerve versus Max Caster. That's what I'm That's saying. Something that. like that. Something that, Just give us that. Somebody who actually raps because it would be fun because fucking God knows Keith Lee raps, uh, Swerve raps. You got a few other guys in there that could probably spit some bars, but for fuck's sake, God damn. <laughs> Well, this is going to be an obvious comedy segment, whatever, so I don't know. Scissor him, daddy ass. Scissors. 
Uh, listen, I'm here. It's hour two. Hey, it's the gym. Uh, wait, wait, the gym. What is that? The gym power hour. There you go. The gym. Jim Ross power hour. He's here. My God. And he's here to call all two dimes in the FCW championship. <laughs> uh, FCW championship is on the line. Cole Carter takes on absolute Ricky Starks. The crowd is loving Ricky Yo, Starks. It might you, be time to flip the switch. Did you hear Jim on commentary when it comes to Ricky Starks? Put him over. He yeah, loved him, him He was like, to me, he's pretty Ricky. And pretty Ricky is pretty good. <laughs> he sees money and he sees money and Ricky Starks. It's just Me too. We gotta Me too. we gotta start doing other things with him other than him having yep. the FTW world title. He can be like the next rock, bro. I swear to God he can. That's He's why I'm hoping him. that's He's why I'm hoping juice. Dan Housen beats him next week. Oh yes, Dan Housen. But let, 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 let's do this match. Are we going to talk about that later? Shut up. Yeah. I, yes. I want to I say something that just killed me. Go ahead. Uh, Carter cuts this dude off. Ricky powders into the pit. We come out. Uh, Cole Carter makes a comeback. He goes for a suplex, but Starks reverses. Goes for the Rochambeau, but Carter ducks it. And then Ricky hits the spear. And then he hits a mm-hmm. jumping TKO, this Cole Carter. And I'm not goes, trying to steal my shit. Yeah, yeah the fucking... <laughs> He'll push, he'll, push you in a, he'll push you in a fireman's carry, and then once he does this, he'll jump, does yeah. like a cutter modification. Now yeah. it's like yeah, jumping that, TKO. He, just, he don't he don't do it the way I do it because I do the jumping TKO, but I land on my ass. He landed on his back. Yeah, he just went which straight I was out. Like, hey, that's that. Hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes for a four fifty, like stealing my shit. <laughs> the four fifty misses, and Ricky Starks hits him with the spear. And that gets mm-hmm. the one, two, and three. Absolutely. Yeah. Post-match, Ricky gets on the bike. Uh, he says, I got a little more of the tank. So you know what? It's time to keep this going. I want another challenge for my FTW championship. We can do it right now. Get somebody out here, and we going to run another challenge. And then we get the music of Danhausen. Danhausen yes. is here. Danhausen. He says, he heard yes. you. You have <laughs> an, an open challenge thing for that FTW championship. So... Danhausen wants a match with you, Ricky Starks. And and Rick is like, whoa, 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 whoa. We ain't doing that right now. <laughs> we can do it Wish next week, the crowd week, egregiously baby. booed, too. Yeah, the crowd booed. And then Ricky was like, hey, y'all can watch it on TV. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, he's like, next week, it, it's going to be Ricky Starks defending the FCW World Championship against... Ah, Danhausen. Danhausen. No, you're winning. The crowd it, audibly popped for his impersonation. He sounded just like him, which is creepy. <laughs> he mentioned it with his man very too nice, much. Very evil. By the way. Do you like some Danhausen? Uh, speaking of, I really like that Jim Ross is pointing out the lineage of, and Taz as well, the lineage of the FTW title. They talked about uh, Taz having it, Sabu having it, Brian Cage having it. And now Ricky Starks, which is amazing that they even brought up all those guys. Yeah. Yeah, here is Jim Yeah, Sabu won that, didn't he? I was like, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, I, I think. Good shit, Jim. Yeah, Sabu did win that belt. But um, I don't think it was the the one that, that had Taz's name on it. I think it was the the Winged Eagle one, the orange one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the one that he think- won. Yeah, he took that. Sure. He took I, that I, original I that one, yeah. orange one, and then taped the fucking Sabu on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, but that was years ago. Like, 
My word. I found out that that FTW title was basically, they didn't have money to, to, to pay for a custom made belt. So they just took the old school, what used to be the television title and just called it the FTW title. Fuck it. I believe it. I'm like, <laughs> good shit. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. You're right. Yeah. Um, now we got Tony with Athena, Chris Statlander, and Willow Nightingale. I ain't going to lie to you. It's looking kind of thick in here right now. I can't even lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Willow is very excited to crush some baddies. Always. She's like, yo, put it Always. in. We're going to crush them right now. Go team. And Athena's like, right, <laughs> sure, let's go. Chris Statlander is like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> I got to get yep, pep in yep. your step. I got to match Willow's energy. Hell yeah. Athena was more like, uh, you know, hey, you know, it would be nice if I was walking around with that TNT title and you with that AW women's title. Just saying. And then Kristana was like, I like the sound of that. Then after that, then they did the little powwow and I found that shit hilarious. Yeah, Willow's Willow's like- so, she's so energetic and so happy and ready to go. Yeah. And then fucking uh, Athena's like, what? <laughs> and then Kristana is like, fuck it, let's just and hey, Athena's <laughs> like, yo, let's win some belts. And Willow's like, let's beat yep. some baddies ass. Let's ass. go. <laughs> Word. She's like, you you trying to get a belt? You trying to get a belt? I'm trying to fight. Let's <laughs> fight. Uh, I love Willow, man. She's Willow's great. And now we got Tony with FTR to talk about their upcoming rematch with the Briscoes at Death Before Dishonor. Yeah. Uh, Cash is still like, man, I ain't never going to get used to being a baby face and getting cheered like that. That's crazy. And then Facts. the crowd cheers again. Um, says, you know, 2022 has been a pretty good year for FTR. You know, perhaps we've had no bigger moment than when we first faced off against the Briscoes. The Super Card of Honor. Says, we respect the Briscoes. We respect everything they've done for tag team wrestling. But we will not allow them to take our tag team championship. If they want these, they will have to take them from our cold, dead hands. Sure. And then we got Dax. That goes on. He goes on to talk about you know, a little five-year-old girl. Her parents took her to the doctor because she had some irregular heartbeats going on in her chest. They say, go to the cardiologist. Take her to the cardiologist. They discover she has a hole in her heart. Say, if you know if she works hard, she does all the proper things, then that hole may close on its own. But if not, she may have to have surgery. Surgery for a five-year-old girl, you know, not the best route to take. Yeah. Says, you know, if we go back three years later, the doctor says the hole in her heart is closed. That little girl fought her ass off. And then Dak says, that little girl is my daughter. Crowd pops big for that. Says, you know, he says, you know, I got to fight just like my little girl did. I got to fight as hard as she did for something that wasn't guaranteed to her. I've got to fight. And come this Saturday, I will fight like an eight-year-old girl and keep those titles and bring home a legacy that that girl can be proud of. God damn, what a promo. What the hell? Why are you out here fucking giving me feels, man? Why are you giving me feels? This ain't a fucking Netflix special, my nigga. What are you doing? If there was ever (laughs) a time where you wanted to just, you know, sit back, just Get the tissues ready because you know you're about to get really emotional with what these what these guys are about to say. My God, Dax, I think you've already sold me with the match and everything else that's going on <laughs> with your life. I'm ready to see you whip some fucking ass. Literally, it hit me. I really enjoyed this when he did the when he told the story about his, uh, his daughter and the heart thing. Yeah. I 
almost, I almost shed a tear to a bit. I tried to hold it in because I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking cry on camera. This is crazy. It was so touching. It was moving. And not only that, it was basically like, this was quite possibly one of the best promos. Take that, Paul Heyman. I don't think you can top what the hell Dax did here. Holy shit. That's Trust you right. That is storytelling. That is how you sell tickets. Mm-hmm. That is how you build up a fucking rivalry. Honestly, that's how you cut a promo with bullet points, not a fucking two-page script that everyone has to memorize. All right. Well, that's that 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 was real. That came from Dax's heart. So yeah. I mean. Yeah. You can't you can't script that. You can't manufacture that kind of emotion or content. So that's, that's what makes it work. Oh, we got Lexi with uh, Jay Lethal, Sanjay Desantinam saying, "Fucking Sanjay has on a shark hat." Where is Shark Boy? <laughs> why why is Shark Boy not involved in any of these these Tab. Shark Week shenanigans? Right here, Ted. Right here, right here, Ted. Where is Shark Boy? Give me a shell, yeah, goddamn it. Shell, yeah. <laughs> What's going Yo. on? Uh, but yeah, Christopher Daniels walks up. He wants a match with Jay Lethal on Rampage, and he will get a match with Jay Lethal on Rampage. And Sadnam Singh is chilling. This is the first time that we're gonna see Christopher Daniels wrestle since the the super kick incident with his eye. No, he's wrestled since then. He wrestled Danielson on Dynamite. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah, I forgot. fuck, I forgot. Yeah, and he's been on Dark a few times. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's been wrestling. Shit, he's he's been yeah. in Impact. He's been re- Daniels has been out here. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about in, in, in AEW. Oh well, no, yeah, he's been in AEW. No, he's 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 been going. Um, but now we got Willow Nightingale and Athena versus Jade Cargill <laughs> and Kira Hogan, and at ringside sitting next to Stokely Hathaway. Is one Jermaine Dupree, Mr. So So Death himself? <laughs> Justice for fucking Fly Guy, bro. The former Mr. Janet Jackson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> fucking listen, that, that, man, that man got Janet Jackson. So. Hell yeah, he did that shit. I was, I was praying to God that Stokely was going to hit him with a Janet Jackson line, but he did it. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, we got our, our best... Uh, Entourage in in a in an award show version of JD because he 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 just stood there and didn't say a damn thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kara tries to take down Willow with the double leg takedown, but Willow slips out of it, hits her with the big crossbody, and then she scoop slams Athena onto Kira Hogan. Athena takes Jade off the apron. Willow follows with a big ass senton to the floor, and then Athena follows up with a big dive outside as we go to Pip. During Pip. Fucking JR is talking about JD. He's like, she's out there acting cool. Yeah, I know. I'm the bitch. I'm that bitch. I'm, <laughs> I'm a, a bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Ross's go to. <laughs> JR just going off. <laughs> I'm, he been I'm hanging the out bitch. with too many hood motherfuckers, bro. Because <laughs> they've been teaching him too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. on. Did you not see his tweet about about what he thought about Natty? All he said in the bottom well, was... Well, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. No, he said no, that no, to no. Natty. He said it to he Natty. Said he that said that to, to Natty about Jenny. But it was about Jenny. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was about Jenny. I wish, there, I wish she was a bit older. I'm like, damn, Jim. What the 
He what? living his best life. Let him rock. At least he said that he wishes no, she was I'm older. Letting, I'm letting him Let rock. Let him rock. At least he <laughs> shot his God shot. Damn, he shot bro. his shot. I respect it. I respect that man. Jesus. He's, shoot he's or a, shoot. He's an older gentleman. He lost his wife in a horrific uh, uh, situation. And like, yo, like, let him be. He's he's sad and lonely. Let him fucking have fun. And look at Jenny. Don't yeah. Je- you don't lie like Jenny don't make a thing yeah. or to shoot. Hell yeah. And she she a grown ass woman too. Like it's not like she a little kid. You feel me? Like it's not like he doing something fucked up. Like she a grown ass woman. And even then, he said, "I wish she was a little older." So it's like, <laughs> leave that man alone. He, he, he was just trying to life. be compatible. Jenny don't make a nigga want to empty Oklahoma. They fucking wallets for her and shit. Like no, <laughs> he might <laughs> he might have to subscribe to the OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Jim um, alone and what he does in his own life is his own thing, man. He ain't hurting nobody. He ain't yeah, hurting no, nobody. No. If he do do that, I ain't knocking it. I'm not knocking it yeah. at all. Willow gets the hot tag, gets the spine buster, but Jade breaks it up. And now it's her and Athena, and the crowd is hot for Jade and Athena. Uh, Athena hits this big meteor, sends Jade outside, but Stoke interferes. Jade boots her into the steps. Then she goes in, Willow tries to roll her up, and they have a quick exchange, but then Jade hits Jaded on Willow for the one, two, and three. Jade gets the win, but I thought Athena was really fucking good anchoring this match, man. Like, she just gets it in every sense of the word. She knows how to fucking work. And and it's like we talked about uh, last week with, with girls with experience mm-hmm. that are going to be able to work with the younger crop of women and elevate them. Mm-hmm. Athena is like the perfect example of that. And she shows it in this match. I didn't really get to see this match at all. I had to uh, take care of some shit. I was hungry. And... <laughs> I think I was too stuck. <laughs> Man, I said I'm going to get food. I, I, I was so fucking... Yo, I was so fucking distracted. Not that I didn't want to oh, see the smash. I really did. It's just your man was, was so, starving, bro. Your man so was like, "Yo, man, uh, I haven't eaten a damn thing today." Oh, man, because after this match, <laughs> I'm getting ready for the fucking barbed wire shit. So I needed mm-hmm. to get everything I need. I needed to get the acai. I needed to get my fucking pizza. I needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I needed at least another fucking blunt or joint rolled. <laughs> my so, man was like, hungry, bro. It is what so, it is. So, like half of the match since I've been back, all I've been mm-hmm. doing was talking to Kenny on my phone, doing everything else. Just to find out that I don't even know who fucking won. Oh, damn. It was Jade. There we go. <laughs> who do we got? Oh, we got Tony with Thunderstorm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ahead of her, her, her Thunder Roses match next week on Fight for the Fallen with Miyu Yamashita. Um, but again, she's going to talk about this fucking match. Yes, Yamashita, we're going to have this match next week. It's going to be great. And here comes Britt Baker again talking shit. <laughs> Why are we using Thunder Rosa promo segments to further Britt Baker unrelated bullshit? Why are and we doing the, this? And she's, then to make matters she's worse. She's becoming... Reba comes and gives her a fucking sandbag. I'm just like, yo, I'm sick and tired of... Bullshit of everyone saying that 
Thunder Rosa sandbags people know the That's why fuck I'm not even acknowledging the sandbag shit because I'm like, get this stupid shit out of here, man. Get this shit out of here. Get that shit last week. Yeah, yeah. get it out of here. Uh, what what I've what what I was uh, noticing is that she's slowly becoming Fred to uh, let's just say Thunder Rosa's red herring. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> There's only one person Every, that's gonna. She didn't even do shit. <laughs> she didn't even do shit, and she's like, "I bet you it was red herring." <laughs> like, fuck, leave her oh, alone. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> that's how I feel about Brit. You can Every tell. Like, yo, like, fuck out of my yep. face. I'm, I'm dealing with other shit right now. I ain't got no time to be dealing with you. I whipped your ass months ago. Yeah, she's, she's dealing with actual title defenses. You over here talking shit. Like, the uh, whole build they, to this fucking Yamashita match has been, yo, she beat her in, in Tokyo Joshi Pro. She's coming over here. And then ever since, mm-hmm. Thunder Rose has been trying to cut a promo on her. And here comes Britt every time. Like, yo, shut up. You suck. This <laughs> <It> sucks. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. <laughs> And you know what else too? Like the bad thing too is like you could tell that Thunder Rosa is tired of cutting promos about this <laughs> <laughs> because they have one thing to go for, which is well, she beat me in that match that one time, and <laughs> so she's over here. Like, remember last week how I said she was talking at a hundred miles a minute? She knew everything to say. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. This week she was like really unsure of herself until she started speaking Japanese. Yeah. So it was just. It was odd, bro. Oh, it was mad odd already. Oh, and then she's like, God. oh, you really want to hear her cut a promo? She's a horrible promo cutter. And I'm like, shut up, man, Brit. Stop. I'm not, <laughs> yo, Brit, stop, bro. Like, you fucking it up, especially since this promo wasn't that hot. So you over here fucking it up even worse. Ah. <laughs> terrible, terrible. At this point, just, yo, Brit, just get, go away. Just please go away. Go deal with your, your man's and his torn labor room. Like, just go the fuck away. If we're trying to get Brit back involved said- in shit, put her somewhere else. She don't got to interrupt every Thunder Rosa promo, man. Stop. I- I'm going to leave it at this. Big pun said it best. Money, not you again. Go, go that, that way. way. <laughs> yeah, that's where Britt got to go. Jamie, Jamie can stay. But Britt, you got to go for a high second. Jamie. Chef's kiss. <laughs> Jamie, you stay. But it looks like there's been enough talk. It's time. Oh, shit. For the main for event. For the main event. Barb, wire, everywhere. Everywhere? Yes. Everywhere. Everywhere. I, got, on, I, on. I, I, got, I think I have a perfect way of how of how I could open this. I gotta think of. Uh, I, oh I, no, I got it now. This is probably from like MK Armageddon. We might need some serious music for this shit. So it basically goes like this: the Adderall God gave us a match which would result in total destruction. One that one that could complace the combatant sensational bloodlust. Like moths to flame, they will be drawn to barbed wire battle. And then they just fuck each other up. That that is <laughs> the synopsis of what is going on in this in this match. Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston, barbed wire everywhere, including on Justin Roberts Mike. <laughs> mm. Um and that is important because Eddie Kingston comes out. He grabs that shit and immediately attacks Jericho. <laughs> and then 10 seconds into the match, you just see in the fucking hard cam, Jericho puts a blade out of his fucking glove and just, ah! 
I'm just yep. like, you fucking idiots. You idiots. <laughs> you cannot be like this other company and do this type of shit every time. Your first fuck up in this goddamn match, you literally showing Jericho blading on camera. Oh, well, it happened. <laughs> what, it. what I what I found funny is how uh, Kingston, when he grabs the mic and beats Jericho with it after he goes, I'm going to make you please, which gave me fucking uh, Scott Steiner. Yeah, and he's like, yo, is this on? <laughs> the crowd pops. He's like, yo, Jericho, yeah. you're going to bleed. Shark week. <laughs> yeah. So before he finishes, Shark week drops the mic. God damn it. This, company, this is what you wanted? You wanted promo for your show? Look, right? you got Eddie Kingston making niggas bleed like sharks. Fucking Warner oh, Bros. God. is like, you gotta do Shark Week plugs. Shark Week plugs. And, Eddie and Kingston's <laughs> like, bet, I got you. And speaking of Shark Week, Eddie Kingston is basically a shark based on the hunt for blood. The minute he smells Jericho's yes. blood, it's just, he just try, he's just animorphed into a fucking shark about to gnaw the My fuck man out said of this animorph. Man. Jesus. Animorphs. Yes. <laughs> I remember Animorphs. Good books. Bionicles, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You want to talk about goosebumps? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That's my shit. Um, Harry Potter? Are you afraid of the dark? All that good Woo! shit. Uh, but yeah, they're fighting around ringside, these two. Jericho cuts Eddie off with, with the barbed wire ring bell. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Eddie has his arms all taped up, Terry Funk style. Uh, brings Jericho back in, launches him into the barbed wire ropes. Jericho full on bumps into them. Uh, then they fight up top, but Jericho comes back. And hits him with a Rana off the top rope onto a barbed wire board center ring. And he gets stuck in him. And then we go to break where Jericho puts on the walls of Jericho onto mm. Eddie on the board. So Eddie's got to mm. fucking crawl through the barbed wire. Ah. She nasty work. But ah. he, did, he did something that they mentioned on commentary, which probably helped him a little bit. And I, and I actually like that shit. They were talking about how Terry Funk used to tape his wrist all the way up to his elbow. Yes. So that way he wouldn't so that way he would have minimal impact on his arms. Yes. Which smart shit. Yes. So again, they're trading center ring. Jericho again gets thrown into the barbed wire ropes. And then fucking he crotches Jericho on the top rope to Zeddy. Mm-hmm. And, and Jericho's gotta fucking fall to the side because you do not want to fall off barbed wire nuts first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You will um, tear a sack. Yeah. <laughs> So Eddie gets Jericho on the apron, suplexes him through the barbed wire table at ringside. Ruby has permanent NXT face. Poor Ruby Soho. Yes. <laughs> and here, here, here is where the fuckery begins. And mm-hmm. here's where the downside begins. Because when the Jazz came out and they were put into the shark cage, and I noticed two things. One, that... Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti were not there, and that Ruby Soho was controlling the cage. So mm-hmm. everyone can instant- fucking like go right through the fucking shark cage, like knife through oh, well, that, Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait, technically wait. that didn't matter because they were in the air. So, yeah. but so that's the two things I noticed. Sammy and Ty aren't there, and Ruby has the control. So that's when I know, okay, so Ty Conti's probably coming out to beat up Ruby to get the controls, and she's gonna let them out. And sure enough, here comes Ty Conti. To beat up Ruby Soho and get the controller to let the jazz out. I knew it was coming. Yep. So she guessed the keys, but I guess it was the wrong keys. Yeah, she was fumbling with the damn keys for a second. Then Anna J comes out and she's like, What the mm-hmm. hell are you doing, Ty Conti? You cut out cut out this nonsense right now. And then she turns around, she looks at Ruby Soho, 
And then she knocks out Ruby Soho. Anna J. Anna, Anna, no, Anna. Did us dirty. She did us dirty. She turned diddler. And then Anna gets the controller. And now the jazz is free because they just fucking decide we cannot wait for this girl to open this door. We're just going to go through the bars. We're on the ground yep. now. <laughs> she kept fine. trying with the damn key. But, you yeah. know, it's crazy. She brought the shark cage down because God knows that if they would have tried to pull what they pulled from up there, they probably would have busted their ass. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's why it works that they mm-hmm. still had to at least bring them down from being hung up in the air so yeah. that they could get out the cage. <laughs> They didn't necessarily need the key, mm-hmm. so it, it was. It was still. It was. It was a mess, and it just gets messier. Yep. <laughs> Thank God they didn't have Ricochet in that bitch, because you know he would have found the way. Oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> or Kofi, Kofi too. Yeah. So the the jazz is free. They hit the ring. They're beating down Eddie, but then the BCC hit the ringside. So it's it's mm-hmm. it's all smoke, all WCW style. Everybody's fighting. Then mm. Ortiz cracks Jericho with the mad ball, exploded through Ooh. the table. One, <laughs> yeah. two, he got him. No. No. Jericho kicks out. Then Jericho hits the code breaker. He covers for a near fall. And then he goes for a lion salt. But Eddie gets the chair, throws the chair, hits Jericho in the knee, then cracks him with the hurricane for the one, two, he got him. No. No. And then he goes under the ring. Nope. He grabs some razor wire. And then... He puts it around Jericho, his arm and everything, puts Jericho in the stretch plum. And as Jericho's about to tap, here comes Sammy Guevara. And they, they get, they get Eddie and they set him up for the Judas effect. They fuck up this entire damn sequence because they mistimed it. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, but Jericho, Jericho gets the pin and then post match fucking Eddie immediately gets his heat back by putting Jericho through the barbed wire board outside. Um, I like this match. I did not like all the fuckery and I hated the finish. <laughs> yep. So let me, let me, let me talk about this right quick. <clears throat> let me crack my back and all that. Bro, what the fuck was this finish? Absolutely. What the fuck was this finish? It's like, I get it. They slipped up here and there, but that's not even the, the point, bro. Like, I don't even understand why Jericho won. Like, I get it. They were trying to get his his W back after blood and guts or whatever. But no, man. This is this should have been Eddie's win. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear it. This should have been Eddie's win, bro. And then to fucking... And okay, you're not going to make Eddie win? Then leave it there. Don't then have him fucking throw him into a fucking pile of boxes full of fucking a barbed wire afterwards and be like, oh, well, he got that. No, motherfucker, let him get the W. He deserves these Ws. He's got to look tough, man, because that way they can do one final big one and then fucking Jericho can either fuck off or Eddie can fuck off. You feel me? Like, one yeah, of the like, two. Like, I'm I'm done with this feud already. It, it, it's, it feels like they were trying to minimize the fact that Eddie was going to lose by giving mm-hmm. him all of this and doing all this crazy shit, but it really just minimizes the whole thing. Yes. And it, it, it reduces yes. the win that Jericho got. It reduces mm-hmm, the scope mm-hmm. of the feud. Like, it, it's mm-hmm. just, it's too much. You're doing too much. Yeah. Pick a fucking ending and go with it. Don't do 10 different endings. You had the motherfuckers run down, interfere, do all this extra shit. Then you have the whole situation happen. It should have ended right there. Knocks him out. It's over. No. 
they, they just kept having people come in and out. And then once everybody was, was, once everything was cleared, you did this stupid shit and it didn't work and it went left. And then you try to cover it by doing that, you know, post-match situation. No, none of it. I didn't like any of that shit. I liked the the beginning of the match and how everything was going. And then they went left with everything. And I was just like, I don't like this shit. Don't fuck that right. up for me. And like, again, I say, like, it sucks because I knew from the moment they, they set up the shark cage that this was going to happen. And then to see it happen and it was like, man, <laughs> it's one of those where it's like, it's like, man, you <sighs> fucked up my excitement for this whole yep. thing and this yep. whole feud. And, and yep. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm less invested in it going forward. Like, if, if mm-hmm. this was to, to create heat for a, a future, you know, rematch or whatever, it's reduced my interest in it now. Cause yep. it's, it's not heat when the fucking baby face immediately after the match gets his payoff back. You know what I'm saying? He gets his heat right back. So, yeah, Stupid. like. I don't want to see the heel get his. I don't want to see the baby face come back. Like I just want to. I, yeah. You can move on now. That's 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 where I'm at now. You can just move that's on it. now. That's it. I'm done with it. Now. You fucked it up. So you fucked it up. Wish they wouldn't. I wish they wouldn't have done this. I, 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 I wasn't feeling the end. Like I, the end of turn is fine. They could do whatever with it. But I wasn't feeling it all that much just because of what we talked Damn. about last week with fucking. So she now she's gonna go from. Hanging out with Dark Order and smiling to hanging out with to hanging out with Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara and smiling and and it's after they just got rid of like ninety five percent of fucking Dark Order yeah you feel me we're gonna throw her over here this makes no sense man you fucking yeah. Tony man I I love you I love when you do the right stuff I love when you make great story decisions but this was fucking dumb yeah man. I mean that like. In general, I enjoyed this show. There's a lot of good stuff mm-hmm. on the show that I like, but I mean, this was not my favorite culture, thing. They, they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, as, as a, we had Jermaine Dupri on the show. What the hell going on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So. You feel me? As a rapper and, and, and somebody from the hoods and a man yeah. of color and all that good stuff, like watching this episode kind of felt good. I feel like we we got some love. You feel me? But then, yeah. and this shit, and like it's like I don't because a lot of people. We we live in this extremist in this extremist landscape where mm-hmm. you, you gotta you gotta cue the sky is falling button if if mm-hmm. a, a bad thing happens on fucking AEW TV. But it's like no, we mm-hmm. don't gotta hit the sky is falling and and what's wrong with you, Tony Khan? You gotta get this shit. The the ship is falling apart. It's like no, it's not mm-hmm. that deep. It's just they did a couple things here that. We, we I wasn't particularly fond of, and I think that they yep. can do better on. Is there's nothing wrong yep. with a little criticism on a show that you can still can overall say, yo, I like this show because I did yeah. like this show. It's it was just, a decent show. It, it's just yeah, like you said, there's certain points where they they could have done that better. Yeah, a lot better. <laughs> yeah, so I you mean, kinda, you kind of ruined some stuff for me here, you know. Yeah, like Britt Baker, go over there for a minute, mm-hmm. hang out, chill out, stop talking so much. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's get this right with with Jericho and Eddie and the Jazz. Less is more when it comes to those types of things. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, keep doing yeah. what you're doing with fucking Wheeler Yuta and the best friends and all that. Keep keep that going. Yeah. Wait, uh, are, we, keep, are we are we are we are we done? I didn't even get to talk about the damn match. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you floor in a second. I'm just saying, just just keep I'm saying keep all the good shit you got going, but fix all these little things. And there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I was saying. My word. Uh, 
Fuck. Fuck. You know, I watch so much deathmatch shit. And when it comes to AEW doing this shit, I always, after the fucking exploding barbed wire deathmatch, I have to look at deathmatches with a grain of salt. I don't know how the fuck they're going to be booked. I don't know how well it's going to be played out. <laughs> I don't know for certain whether or not they're going to book the ending correctly or not. Whether the ending turns out to be good or if the right person won here. I enjoyed what happened in this match, though. I love the violence. I love the blood. I love that guys who are in their 40s and 50s could still possibly do this shit and show guys who are in deathmatch wrestling today that, hey, even guys who are on the big screen, you know, who are on network television could do this shit not better than you, but we can make it feel welcome in our promotion. Am I right or am I wrong? Oh, I feel you on that one. Yeah. Now, yeah. here's where it just basically goes to shit. Okay, so here's the problem that I have. And it's everything that these guys basically explained. Number one, Ty Cunt. Number two, the fucking cage. Number three, Anna J. Number four, Jericho had to win. All of those problems right there just proved that you couldn't even make this fucking match seem favorable for the audience to enjoy. You just wanted to throw your wacky bullshit because you have a you have a guy who's main eventing who's basically doing wacky bullshit. So you might as well just let the guy who does the wacky bullshit and probably is still having beef with Sebastian Bach at this point. Win the fucking match. The fuck? It was just, that that right there was just absolutely abysmal. Johan Sebastian Bach. Hey man, Skid Row. All right. Oh, that's the best. Yes, yes. Apparently they've been beefing with each other because Chris Jericho is doing Millie Vanilli stuff, and Sebastian Bach's calling him out about it. <laughs> That was like 2020. I think they're still beefing to it's, this day. It's not really Millie Vanilli stuff, right? That's Millie what, Vanilli stuff would implicate that he didn't sing the song. Look, at that's all. what he, that's what that's what Sebastian Box did. That's not what I'm saying. I've never heard Chris Jericho yeah. sing. I don't even know how how Chris he's, Jericho he's, sings. He's, I think he's not bad. He's not bad. I like his music. Look, and and I've seen him sing like live shit. And yeah, once in a blue, he'll throw on the fucking soundtrack or whatever. Doesn't have to fucking uh, sing all the time like that. Like, I don't know. Some people are weird. I feel like now Taya Conti has become the fucking jinx of the Jericho Appreciation Society. I mean, the one thing that's probably made me happy about this faction is Chris Jericho has not been keeping up on his words. They're like, oh, they're going to give us all the sex. And it's like, good. You haven't given us any of the sex. I don't want to see any of the sex. The fuck? The match was brutal. It was bloody. I did not like the fucking mic spot though. That's how you knew that 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 barbed wire was fake because you literally had to show Jericho blading within the first ten seconds of the match. That was just bad camera work. I get it as bad camera work, but you could have the the people in the back could have at least saw it. We fucked up right there. Not that's what I'm saying. It's bad camera seconds. 
good camera work would have been. Oh shit, he's blading. Cut away from that. You know, everything here just had an ulterior motive for Eddie. The problem, the biggest problem out of everything that we've all explained was the wrong guy won. Because now, what, what now? What now? Eddie Kingston basically what? Um, fulfilled his purpose by making Jericho bleed? I think you, I think there was more to it than that. I think Eddie just didn't tell us, but I think he wanted us to know that there's more to it than just making Jericho bleed. I think he just wanted Jericho in a body bag, you know, kayfabe dead, some type of shit. I don't know. But what I do know is uh, Chris Jericho is not a big fan of barbed wire. So I don't know if you guys saw this. I got to see this, I think, like, hours before I jumped in on the stream yard. Fucking, there's an exclusive footage of them getting Chris Jericho out of the barbed wire bed that they have outside of the ring. And he's fucking yelling. And he's in writhing pain. He's in agony. And he's yelling out loud. Ah, it's stabbing my fucking leg. It's under my fucking leg. And you can literally see his tights, like a part of his tights, like in the thigh part, just ripped up. And the crowd are just praising this man, you know, cheering his name, (laughs) showering him with adulation as he's, you know, screaming in agony, going right towards the fucking stretcher. And the crowd is chanting, Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. I mean, I don't know if they were chanting that, but the crowd was just wild. I'm like, ain't this guy a heel? <laughs> what? You, you remember how, how how Cody Rhodes used to always do something, you know, cool for, yeah. for Atlanta? Did you notice that our boy Butcher, or, or in this case, Butch, <laughs> <laughs> was wearing a Ziggy Stardust t-shirt? Oh, no, I did yeah. not notice that. There's a star man mm. waiting in the sky. Mm. The verse lives yes. on. In the in the universe of all elite <laughs> wrestling, adrenaline. Something. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, we we we're gonna cap that yeah, off. We cap it we're off. Cap this off. The belt is on my shoulder. Teach. You gotta let these people know <clears throat> oh, where to are. find us. Yeah, you already know where to find us. Find us on Instagram at Ramble Mania, showing at Banter Club Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Ramble Mania, Facebook.com slash Ramble Mania Show. Also, find our group there, Ramble Mania Show's Banter Club. Where we and the other wrestlers, podcasters, everybody we associate with, post all our goings on and all that's going down. As far as audio goes, wherever audio is found, that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, TuneIn, Overcast. Everywhere your podcasts are found, search Ramble Mania Show or Banter Club. As far as the visuals go, we're on Spotify video, twist.tv slash Ramblemania show. We're on YouTube, search Ramblemania show or Best Club. When you get here, like the videos, click subscribe and click the bell so that when a new content drops, it goes straight to you. Go straight to you. That's for me personally. Find me on Instagram at TJ the Great One. That's TJ the GR, the number eight, the number one. And find me on Twitter at TJ the Great. That's TJ the GR, the number eight. It's as simple as that. TJ the Great. TJ the Great. Yeah.
You can find me on Instagram at the number six, the letter X, letter L. That is at 6XL. You can find me on Twitter at S. Double I, double X, ain't I great? That is at S-I-I-X-X, you're all ready. And you can find us on TikTok where we post funny little clips that we do from here. You see, we make it from here. And I'm not talking about my loins. I'm talking about this show. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me on Instagram at IZombies, double I-Z-O-M-B-double-I-E-S-Z. Six, you and I have a wrestling jeopardy to deal with uh, Friday for SummerSlam. And then I'll be defending my Rainbow Mania Championship against you, TJ, Ivy, and Twin in Fatal Five-Way. So, this ain't going anywhere. And we have more content for you guys coming out next week. More Raw stuff and everything. Uh, yeah, NXT, all that stuff. And... Stay tuned for all that. So, who's closing out the show? More Budokai Tenkaichi 4. Oh, yeah, that's too. More Budokai. <laughs> and, more, and more Fall Guys. More Fall Guys. We're almost, we more are fall almost guys, at yes. 600 from the last Raw Rats. Yo, Godzilla's yeah. in Fall Jesus Guys now. So, yeah, more Fall Guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm nine, into nine. It. I'm going to play this shit after we leave. <laughs> <sighs> for the Angels at 6XL. Well... For TJ yeah. the Great, <laughs> I'm Hazel the Eye Zombie. This has been Banter Club AEW Dynamite Recap. You're going to do it again, aren't you? You're going to do it again, aren't you? We would like to wish all of you eight pointing goodies. He's doing it again, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> you got it? No, no, no. It go like, it go, go, it go ahead, like go this. No, no, no. I'm going to leave our PC aliens. Respect because you're on our show. I'm going to leave our PC aliens. With a little something we call a uh, too sweet. A pointing goodies and to you a all. Good fight and a good night. But she good now. <laughs> <laughs>